everyone, welcome to Studio RC, an encouragement for your faith as well as your recovery. My name is Pastor Max. I am an alcoholic and want to encourage you uh, through this podcast. And we're so glad that you're here. We're going to start examining the fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit is a, just gives us a lot of examples and the, the, the fruit itself very much correlates to many of the things that we seek and hope to find in our recovery. So each week we'll look at a different fruit. We'll begin with an overview and then take on each fruit each week. This beginning will be the same each week and then we'll go right into the fruit that we're going to examine. And this will take us multiple weeks over the next month and a half or so uh, as we examine the fruit each week. Let me start out with the scripture. The fruit of the Spirit comes from the Bible verse verses from Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Now let me read these to you, and this is where we get the fruit of the Spirit. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, now, forbearance is also known as patience or long-suffering, but in the NIV it says forbearance. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there are no law. There is no law. Let me read that one more time, and this is, comes from Galatians 5. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. And uh, this was written in a letter by Paul to the Galatians. And he was, in this uh, letter, he was talking about freedom and the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus. What's very interesting about the fruit of the Spirit is these items are things we need to be produced in us to come out of us. We talk about so often, you know, in step one about being powerless, and then we have a higher power, God, who comes in and fills that, that void of powerlessness. That, that same relationship is how the fruit of the Spirit gets produced in us. We need the Spirit to produce these fruit so that we can truly extend them to others. When we have things like love, joy, and peace, they're not things that we've created. They're things that the, the Spirit has created in us and goes through us, which I think is very interesting. I think we sometimes really try to take these on ourselves. So without further ado, we're going to do a timer just like we did in our previous uh, RC Values uh, series. And that seemed to work really well. And we'll, we'll, we'll get each week. Um, I'll have 12 minutes to talk about the particular fruit of that particular week and how it coordinates both with our faith and recovery. And with that, we'll go to our next installment of our looks at the fruit of the spirit for Studio RC. All right, we're going to jump right into our fruit of the spirit for this episode and the fruit of the spirit for this episode is kindness kindness um, and i think i'm gonna try to help uh kind of define kindness um, i think that sometimes 
people equate kindness with weakness. And I think even some of the fruit of the spirit, they're so similar and, and they seem to have uh, qualities that are overlapping. Um, in regards to kindness, you know, some think little acts of kindness are frivolous, unimportant. So what is the fruit of the spirit of kindness? What it, what's it meant to be? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping in. Let's, I got a couple extra seconds. Don't tell anyone. I keep going over. So maybe today we'll put the 12 minutes up and we'll see if I can stay with it. Fingers crossed. Let's go. Be kind to me. Last last time we talked about patience. Give me patience and be kind to me. Let's see what happens. All right, let's go. Our, word, our world is full of people who cut in line, insult those around them, don't open doors, for others or old ladies and, uh, or people with groceries. They laugh at others' misfortune. They try to show their superiority by dragging others down. And, and a lot of it just gets even gets posted on social media for laughs. Yet there are also so many people who let others go ahead of them in line or compliment those around them or hurry to open the door for people and sympathize with others' misfortune and show their humility and willingness to serve others. It's easy to pick out the people who are showing kindness. Um, it's unfortunate because people who base their thinking on a survival of the fittest mentality may not have the rationale for true kindness. People like to receive it, but often don't really see the benefit of being kind, which is, is sad. Um, so the, the Greek word, I've, I've, the, it translates, the, the word for kindness translates into the divine kindness out of which God acts toward humankind. So I'm going to say that again. The, the, the word for kindness as it is translated from the Greek is the divine kindness out of which God acts toward humankind. Um, and it's, it's what the Old Testament means when it declares that, that God is good. Um, Christians should show, people of faith should show kindness by behaving toward others as God has behaved toward them. Basically, it means doing thoughtful deeds to others. And one of those things that I sometimes um, joke about is if you hold the door for somebody and, and maybe they don't say thank you and they just go through and, and then you go, you're welcome, <laughs> might not that might have missed the 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 uh the plot of kindness because we don't do it in order to be um given any feedback now manners say that you should probably say thank you but um but we're not holding the door for someone to say you're welcome we're holding the door for kindness um and it's interesting throughout the bible other qualities are often associated with kindness actually two Love and mercy. Um, when, the, when kindness is discussed, love and mercy uh, often tend to be uh, associated with that. Um, what is kindness? Philippians 2 tells us, uh, verses 3 and 4, Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in loneliness of mind let each, let, let each, esteem others better than themselves or think higher of others. Um, let each of you look out not only for your own interests, but 
also for the interests of others. In other words, be thinking about others. Kindness is humbly giving of ourselves in love and mercy to others who may not be able to give anything back, um, who sometimes don't deserve it, um, and who frequently don't thank us for it. Uh, we think about when Jesus healed some, and and in one of the stories, only one person came back to thank uh, Jesus for his kindness. Now, why does God want us to even demonstrate kindness? The answer is God wants us to become more like him and his character. And again, I've said this before, the fruit of the Spirit reflect God's character. They're part of God's very character. And God wants us to reflect his character more and more, which is why the, this fruit in us is produced by the Spirit. Um, we are tools to extend God's loving kindness and mercy to the world. We are to reflect the light and the example of his compassion, mercy, and kindness. That's, that's what we are positioned to do, both as people of faith and people in recovery. So I also, I wanted to just get a different, a, a flavor for kindness. And sometimes when I'm not I'm totally sure, I, go, I like to go to the dictionary. And it doesn't always bring out the spiritual meaning, but it, it, it brings out qualities. And so kindness is the quality, one of the defini definitions from a dictionary says, the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. I think that those are qualities of of behavior that you would hope a person of faith has. Um, kindness is a type of behavior marked by acts of generosity, consideration, rendering assistance or concern for others without expecting praise or reward in return. In other words, we're doing it. And it tells us in one of the passages in the big book that we do this, um, this work of working with other people in recovery um, you know, with, with no financial, uh, gain to be had. Like we do this out of the kindness of our heart, that the, to, to help others. Um, and so I think that that's a, an interesting, I also went to some, uh, the, an international, uh, Bible dictionary. Uh, one of the things it talked about was brotherly kindness and brotherly love and the kindness or love, um, that, that they were very closely related. Um, a kind feeling or disposition toward others. Um, I think that as a person of faith or even in a person of recovery, um, we talk about love and tolerance. Love and tolerance can be summed up as kindness. Um, and so uh, that's, I think, an interesting thought. Um, and I, I think that kindness can be demonstrated and shown to others um, in uh, this fruit of the Spirit, the, this fifth characteristic. Um, the, the Greek word, and I had kind of given the, the definition, but is uh, krestotis. Krestotis is the Greek word uh, for kindness. And it means uh, another, uh, a further definition is a good deed favor, tender concern, uprightness. I love that. Tender concern. Um, I used to, when I, I, I prayed at night, my one of my childhood 
prayers was, Jesus tender, shepherd hear me, guide my little lamb tonight, keep him safe till morning's life. But I loved that Jesus was tender, and in kindness we show this tender concern, a, a, a similar concern that Jesus has shown for us. It's a kindness of heart. It's a kindness of act or action. Kindness is, is the characteristic, honestly, that led God to provide salvation for us. Kindness leads God to give us green pastures, quiet waters, and the restoration of our souls when we're weary. All those things from the 23rd Psalm. Extension of God's kindness. God expresses kindness. God, God shows us kindness. God has given the outcasts kindness in the form of, of hope. And on multiple occasions, kindness induced Jesus to stop what he was doing to help others in need. Kindness leads the good shepherd to rescue us when we stray. When we exhibit the kindness of God, we are tender, benevolent, and useful to others. To express kindness toward those who are against us requires the work of God. We need that in our lives. Now, the word kind or uh, is found in, in the recovery literature as well. Um, I looked up a couple different versions, like uh, because it was written a little uh, while ago in the, in the late 30s. Um, kindly uh and was uh it is one of the things that the words that they use and it says a kindly act once in a while isn't enough and in order in other words to just be kind every so often isn't sufficient we cannot be helpful to all people but at least god will show us to take a kindly and tolerant view of each and every one in other words that we are to show that extend that to others even the folks that might drive us crazy. And it, it, I've heard in, uh, if there's, if you haven't found someone who frustrates or annoys you in uh, a meeting, maybe you haven't gone to enough meetings. So maybe go to enough meetings and you will find someone where you have to extend kindness, patience, love, and grace uh, to that person. Another word that they use is kindliness. And this is uh, into action. So we clean house with family asking each morning, in meditation that our Creator show us the way of patience, tolerance, kindliness, and love. And so that is something that in recovery we are striving to have as well. And then uh, kindness appears, just the word kindness appears uh, multiple times in uh, the literature too. Um, one of the, the into action from the big book, it may be that both will decide that the way of good sense and loving kindness is to let bygones be bygones. Loving kindness. Um, courtesy, kindness, justice, and love are the keynotes by which we may come into harmony with practically anybody. Courtesy, kindness, what we're focusing on. Justice, love. Those, those keynotes may help us come into harmony with practically anybody. So that, that's, that's something I want to know about. Um, and we can show kindness where we had shown none. In other words, like we get to turn over a new leaf in regards to kindliness. Um, 
kindness can be uh, an adjective as well in regards to um, it can be used uh, as uh, I'm, I'm looking at the scripture that it was used um, in Matthew. Um, it can be used as a yoke that's easy or kind, it says in Matthew 11:10. It can even mean a high standard or value. Um, and uh, that was used in Luke 5:39. But its main meaning is morally good and benevolent, reputable, kind, loving, benevolent, the quality of uh, benefits, ben uh, benefits, can't even say it, but being beneficial to others uh, along with kindness. Um, kindness, one of the things that is great about kindness, it leads to repentance, both for us as well as for others. When someone shows us kindness, uh, it helps us to show kindness and forgiveness to others. And the, there are two kind, set, sides of kindness, and it seems like a lot of the fruits there are too. There's the kindness of God and the kindness we want to extend to others. And that seems to be, again, with the fruit. The fruit that we want to experience with God and, and as we receive God's fruit in this particular case of kindness, and then how we extend it to others. Paul writes that kindness of God, he, significant, he signifies that kindness lives in God's character. It's, it's one of the attributes of God. Out of, out of his kindness, he shares or communicates with us. Um, we're expected to live it out and walk with it wherever we go. Kindness. Without the Spirit, would we exhibit it naturally? Maybe a child would, but an adult probably not. We need that Spirit. Many of us would not show it without the Spirit, and we need the Spirit in order to show it and so that we can truly experience it. All right. I've overshot it, but not by as much as I have the last couple weeks. I want to just uh, end with a story um, where somebody showed kindness and the difference it made. Um, the fruit of the Spirit enables us to live out our lives in such a way that we can help transform the world, carry this message to others, um, show others, let others experience um, and I want to tell you about, uh, a woman that transformed the world around her. Her name was Catherine Laws, and she was the the wife of Lewis Laws, who in 1921, so this is a hundred years ago, uh, Lewis Laws became the chief warden at Sing Sing, uh, up in New York, on New York's Hudson River, a prison that's often... Uh, referred to as one of the worst penitentiaries in the world, one of the, the toughest. And, and Lewis Laws came in as the warden. And right after Lewis and Catherine, his wife, settled in, she did something that no woman would dare to do. She attended a prison basketball game. And not only that, she took her three children with her to sit in the stands with the inmates. And that was just the, the beginning of Catherine Laws and how she would extend kindness to the inmates who would eventually, she would eventually transform the world around her, even though it was a prison filled with hard-hearted and hardened prisoners. She would routinely visit the individual inmates, one in particular, one 
who was a murderer and was blind, she learned the Braille system of reading so that she could then teach him how to read. She befriended a deaf prisoner and she learned sign language and then taught him so that he could communicate. Then tragedy hit in 1937. So she had, you know, about 15, 16 years in the prison and extended kindness. Um, she was killed in an automobile accident and news of her death spread quickly throughout the prison. On the day of her burial, prisoners stood at the gate as the funeral procession passed on the way to a chapel outside the prison walls. Most of the prisoners were were crying, and they, they were bold enough to ask the warden if they could attend the service. And warden laws agreed to let them go. The main gate was opened, and the prisoners walked the three-quarters of a mile to the, to the, the nearby chapel. Immediately following the service, each and every prisoner returned to the prison without any guards escorting them back. Not one of them was missing. Catherine Laws lived by an entirely different value system than most of the people of her time. She extended such a tangible kindness that it transformed the world of the people in this prison and the prison itself. She was clearly a light in the world's darkness. And for a few years, Catherine Laws helped transform the world of a dreaded prison and made it better, a better place to live. That's just a, one picture of kindness. How can you today extend kindness in your world, wherever you are? Catherine Laws was in a prison and she found out, she found a way to extend kindness. Let us be as generous with our kindness to others, with nothing, no expectation of anything in return. I thank you so much for being a part of uh, this, this series that we're going on, a part of Studio RC and, and Recovery Church as well. We do uh, in call to action. We encourage you to, to like the video, share it. Uh, you know, leave a comment, subscribe, um, all those things <coughs> help get the word out. Just remember, Recovery Church, 12 steps, one goal. God bless, and we'll see you next time. <music>